watching at home, do you know someone said to me the other day, I hadn't waved for a while. So for you watching at home, here's a wave for the beginning of this new year. Well, we're halfway through, the, over halfway through the month, aren't we? But we are here to praise God today. We are watching and praising God wherever we may be. And our theme this morning is giving thanks. And uh, we're going to have an opportunity during the service to think about the ways we want to give thanks to God. Um, but one way that we can give thanks to God is for the way that the fire brigade responded so well this morning. When we, if you can hear, there is an alarm going off um, on the system. We have no fire, but the fire brigade were prompt in their attendance and of checking the building. And uh, we have no, uh, as far as we're aware, there are no problems. It's, it's an electrical issue. There is an engineer on his way. But um, apologies for the noise that may be disturbing some of you in the background. Uh, we have fire wardens as an added precaution around the building this morning uh, just to ensure that all is well. But my opening is to give thanks for the um, efficiency of our emergency services this morning. And there will be an opportunity for you to give thanks uh, in a short while. I was looking up some verses in uh, the Bible on the theme of giving thanks, being thankful at all times. And you know, I could have, I could have come up with a string of um, verses. I've just chosen a few. 1 Chronicles 16 verse 34 says, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Psalm 107, verse 1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. 1 Thessalonians 5, in verse 18, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We've already talked about that this year, haven't we? Giving thanks to God. And we're going to concentrate and focus on that throughout our service this morning. But our first song reminds us we have 10,000 and more reasons to give thanks to God. And so I invite you, if you're able, to stand as we sing our first song this morning. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. We come, however old or young we are, whatever experience we've had of life, we are here to praise God. Psalm 7, verse 17 says... We will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. We will sing the praises of the name of the Lord Most High. And we've just been singing about the so many reasons we have to praise God and to worship him. And we're going to continue to do that to the Lamb who is on the throne as we sing our next song, Worthy is the Lamb. Father God, we thank you that you are in charge of all things. You are the God of the beginning, the middle, and the end. You are the God who sent your son to that cross because you wanted to restore that relationship with us. And as he had victory over death and was resurrected again, you sent your Holy Spirit to be with us each and every day. Father God, we thank you that you are the God who loves us, the God of compassion, the God for whom we can come and sing our praises to you. And Father God, we thank you that it was because you were willing to go to that death on the cross that we can declare you as our Lord and as our Saviour. 
And for that, we give you our eternal thanks and praise. Amen. Amen. And our next song starts us off there, casting our mind to Calvary, where Jesus bled and died for each one of us. Thank you. Maybe two or three of you would just like to shout out a line or two of praise and thanks to God this morning. I invite you now to do it. Amen. So, Father God, as we continue in our words, as well as in our worship through our songs, Lord, we thank you that you are always with us. Amen. Amen. Please take your seats. Now, hopefully, I gave you enough warning to let you know that this is an opportunity for you to share something that God has done for you, for you to say thank you to God for something. It's great. I can see some familiar faces that we've not seen for a while this morning, so that's great to welcome you back. And it's also great if you are new. I think I can see one or two new faces here this morning. So welcome to you for joining us this morning. I didn't introduce myself. I'm Vicky. I'm one of the ministers here. And uh, it's lovely to have you with us. And do stop and have a chat with us after the service. But what things are we wanting to say thank you to God for this morning? Shout them out and I'll attempt to relay them back, but shout them loud, because I'm a bit deaf. Gift of life. For the gift of life, thank you very much, absolutely. Divine help. For divine help, thank you, JJ, yes, for divine help. For fellowship, thank you. I don't know where it came from, but thank you, it was somewhere over there. <laughs> for love. For love, absolutely. Not only the love that we have from God, the from God himself for us, but actually the love we can have one as another to our 
brothers and sisters here in this place and to our world for whom we also have a responsibility. Love, thank you, very important. For food. Are you hungry? Thank you. It's a wonderful thing to thank God for. Absolutely. We are so grateful for our food. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely, Carmen. You know, we do. All of us have good times and bad times, don't we? But God promises that he will never leave us or forsake us. He will walk with us in all of those times. We can celebrate at the good times, but we continue to give thanks even in those times of difficulty. Thank you, Carmen. For, for his mercy in our lives and over our lives too. Yes, thank you, Cola. For something... Thank you, yes, for his love and faithfulness. Thank you, absolutely. Yeah, he's there. Is there anything on that you, maybe this week you've had in your life that you've, you particularly had an answer to prayer and we want to give thanks to God for that this, this morning? Do you want to shout it out? Fantastic. That's great news. Many of us are praying for uh, Graybar's sister and surgery for successful surgery for her sister. So praise God for that. That is wonderful news. Thank you. But absolutely, I don't know where that came from, but thank you, yes, for the vaccine, for enabling us to meet in this way and in this place. Yes, thank you. Yes, all of those, our health workers, our social care workers, our emergency workers, all those who enable us to live our daily lives as well as we can. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, he's with us every day, isn't he? And we need to, we need to remind ourselves of that. Whatever kind of week you've had, I trust that you have known that God has been with you. And even if you found it hard to give thanks. I pray that you have found some reason every day to give thanks, even if it was just for the glimpse of the sunshine, or for the food that you've eaten, or for the post that may come through your door, even if it was a bill. Um, we, can, we just know that those are the things that enable us to live our lives day by day, aren't they? Let's just pause and give thanks to God. Lord God, we thank you. In every aspect of our life, you are interested. We thank you for that reminder from Psalm 139 that all the days ordained for us are written in your book. And Lord, we thank you that your hand of care is upon us. Your hand of care is upon our world. Your hand of care is upon those who don't know you and yet you still love them. And we thank you that you have never rejected us because of what we may have done but that, Lord, you continue to love us and you forgive us when we say we are sorry. Thank you for that too. Amen. 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 Ian will be talking more about that later on this morning. But uh, for now, Hayley is going to come and give us our notices and keep us on track for church. Thank you, Hayley. Good morning, everybody. Um, just, uh, I was going to say a couple, that's wrong, there's quite a few pieces of information. Um, first of all, please join us this evening here at 6pm. We have actually got here in person Peter and Louise Lynch, and they are our BMS missionaries based in Bangladesh, so they're over here at the moment on a home assignment. So it's a great opportunity to meet with them, to find out what they're doing in Bangladesh and how we can um, support them in prayer and things like that. So please do 
come along at 6pm to join us. It would be great to see you. This Tuesday, we have got the um, funeral and the Thanksgiving for um, Ken Curtis. It's at 2pm. Um, please, though, if you'd like to help, we do need one extra steward. Um, predominantly, you're going to be outside, so just to make you aware that if you volunteer, we do need an outside steward. If you're able to do that, please can you speak to Vicky after the service today? Thank you. This Wednesday, we've got our lunchtime service at 12.45, so you're more than welcome. Please do come along. And if you'd like to, Wednesday evening is session three of our Wednesdays at RBC at 7.45. We are looking at understanding the Trinity. Um, the Zoom link is on there, so it's a great opportunity to understand more about that subject, but also we will split into small groups on Zoom, so it's a great opportunity to chat to people that you might not necessarily chat to on a Sunday. Next Sunday, there's a couple of bits that are different. First of all, if you are a young person who is in senior school or is in sixth form, college or university, we've got a youth forum from 12.15 to 2 p.m. in the hall. Lunch is provided and it's a chance for you to meet with some of the leaders and we want to um, get an idea of your views on worship, preaching, um, being a multi-generational church, all kinds of things like that because you're an important part of our church. So we want to spend time seeking your views and getting to know you a bit more. So please do come along 12.15 next Sunday. Next Sunday is the fifth Sunday of the month and on the fifth Sunday of every month, we do not have an evening service. So use the opportunity to meet up with friends, meet up with family, call someone who you normally speak to on a Sunday but you don't really get a chance to chat as much anymore. So please use that as an opportunity. And then finally, Vicky mentioned earlier, welcome people if it's your first time here. If it's your first time here, or if you've been coming over the last couple of months, on Monday the 31st of January at 7.30 on Zoom, we've got um, a session where you can get to find out more about the church, um, the history of the church, what our vision is, how you can get involved. It's on Zoom. The details will come out in due course. So if you are new, please save that date. Thank you. Thank you, Hayley. You can see there's an offering box here. There's an opportunity for us to continue to give each week. I know some of you have used envelopes, the weekly ones or the monthly ones. They are available at the back, on the back ledge, uh, just in the entrance area, if you've not picked yours up yet for the year. There's also a cash, contactless uh, payment card machine out in the entrance area. And many of you give online too. So for all the different ways that you give, we want to say thank you. We're going to do a prayer. And... If you want to come and put your offering in during our next song, then that is also an opportunity for you to do that if you've not already done so. So let us just pause and give thanks to God for what we can give back to him. Father God, we thank you that you are a generous God and a God who provides all our needs. But Father, we too want to give back to you. Give back to you out of a sense of love and a sense of blessing you because you have blessed us so much more and it enables the work of this place here to continue but also to support the work of the town our country and further afield and so father god in all that we have given in whatever form we may have given lord we pray that it will be used to bring glory to your name amen amen our children and young people will be heading off for their own groups uh, now. So whatever you are doing, I hope and trust you have a fantastic time. If you're new here and you uh, haven't been before, 
please do come on down and Hannah will be there. She's there and she will make sure you end up in the right age-appropriate group for you. But have a blessed time and thank you to all those who are going out to support that work. As we continue with our next song, it talks about singing the wondrous story of the Christ who died for us. And it goes on to talk about being lost, but knowing that God was with us and that he found us and that he brought us back to himself. And so we can, through our sung worship, give thanks to him too for all that he continues to do. If you're able, I invite you to sing. Thank you. Please take your seats. We're going to come to prayer to our God who loves us and who hears all our prayers. Loving Heavenly Father, we do indeed thank you for your loving arms that are wrapped not just around me or these people here or the ones who are watching online but who are wrapped around the whole of your creation. Father God, as we think about our world, we see a world that is hurting, at war, where tensions are building nation between nation. We see a world that is continuing to be impacted by COVID-19 by the fact that some people in so, that many people in so many countries still have not yet had their first vaccine for those who are living in appalling conditions and are only surviving through what little they can find or through the support of charities and aid workers father god we live in a sad and hurting world, in a world which is dark and a world that is in pain. But Lord, we thank you that you also enable those of us around our world to seek to be lights in our dark world. Father God, we pray for this day for all those who are seeking to make a difference in the lives of others, who are seeking to be your hands and your feet, to bring hope into desperation, to bring peace where it looks like there may not be peace, to bring that food that we heard about earlier to those who are hungry. Father God, we thank you for the many agencies that respond to the changes in extreme climatic events that we have experienced. We thank you for those who respond to the storms and the floods and the landslides. 
for the tsunamis and the earthquakes, for the lack of harvest and the rain that still has not come. We thank you, God, that we can partner with organisations such as BMS and their partner organisations so that across our world we can see your hand at work bringing life and hope, seeking transformation into communities where, at this time, they are struggling and feel without hope. Father God, we do pray for all those who have lost family and friends in disasters. We pray for those who are grieving, grieving in those countries, but also those that we know personally who are grieving. We do remember the family of Ken, as he, there is a Thanksgiving service for him this week. We pray for the family of Wesley. Lord, lift up Florence and her family to you at this time. Lord, we thank you that they have gone home to be with you, but Lord, we pray for those who are left behind. We pray for the family of Lily and of Ron, and the many, many more that we know who are hurting and grieving. For those who are marking anniversaries, who are adjusting to a new way of being because they've lost their lifelong partner, their husband and their wife, their mother, their father. Father God, we pray that you as the shepherd will continue to walk with them through that valley of the shadow of death and take them on and let them find a new way of being now that their circumstances have changed. Lord, draw close and bring them comfort, we pray. And Father God, we recognise that later on in this week, it's the Holocaust Memorial Day. And Father God, we pray for all those who have been impacted over the years, who still live with the impact of the horror of genocide that have happened over the years. We pray for those groups who are marginalised, who are victimised, who so often are trafficked through no fault of their own, but are overpowered by those with whom they live amongst. Lord, draw closer than we pray. And Father, too, as we recognise week of prayer for Christian unity, we thank you that as we recognise that their wise men followed the star to come and pay homage to you, that, Lord, across our country and our wider world, that all will come to faith in you, and they too will come and pay homage, recognising that you are a God who loves them, recognising that you are a God who wants a relationship with them. Lord, they may not have gold or frankincense or myrrh to bring. All that you ask for are our hearts. And so we offer them again afresh to you today. Perhaps we've struggled, perhaps we've turned away, perhaps we've not yet got back into an everyday relationship with you. Lord, right now, we confess that we are sorry. And we pray for your help from this day on to continue that walk with you once again so that we can offer you our whole lives 
our living, ordinary, everyday lives and ask that you will use us in the way that you would choose and not the way that we would choose. And Father God, we thank you that together we can say those words in whatever language is our mother tongue as we say together the words of the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And Bren is going to share our reading with us and then Ian is going to come and bring his word that you have laid on his heart. The reading this morning comes from James chapter 1, starting at verse 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from God. He is double-minded, unstable in all he does. The brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position, but the one who is rich should take pride in his low position, because he will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant, its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will fade away, even while he goes about his business. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Don't be conceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, 
that we might be the kind of first fruits of all he created. Amen. Thank you, Bren. Good morning. Good to see you. How are you doing with this year's motto text where it says, in the words that are on the key rings, you should, who's had a key ring so far? Anybody not had a key ring? I've got loads. And there's plenty outside. Don't go out without your key ring. Because every time you unlock your door, every time you go somewhere, you'll be reminded of this verse. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Take a key ring. If you need more than one, take more than one. If you've got more than one set of bu bunch of keys. And just remind yourself of our key verse for this year. That we do want to rejoice always. Got things to rejoice and thank God for today? Some have. Others thinking, I'm just worn out. Before I go any further, I want to just say um, a bit um, Haley said about that course or that evening we're having for the new people. Let me just introduce it to you. If you're new to the church, you go from a, to a church, you might want to find out what they stand for, what they are about. You might want to find out what the pastor's like or anything like that. This evening is for you. And so on the 31st, if that's a Monday, we have that on Zoom. And we'll be talking about our values and what we stand for as a church. And if you want a pre-sort of glimpse at it, we've got some of these books. Jiddy, I think, has them. He's somewhere around. But if you ask one as you go out, we'll make sure you get one. Just to give you a bit of a taste of what we're going to talk about. But it's a case you can ask questions about what is the church like. So please do uh, plan to be there if you're fairly new to the church and want to find out more about the church. And as I talk about thanksgiving, we have a lot to be thankful for. And often people want to be thankful to God and be able to say thank you to God publicly for life events. And we've produced this uh, leaflet celebrating and remembering life and faith in the church community. If you want to do that, to think about celebrating anniversaries and key birthdays and all those sorts of things, there is a leaflet there which is out on the welcome area and uh, it just tells you what sorts of things as a church we can help you in your celebration for because it is good to give thanks isn't it yet as we read that James passage as we think about the whole giving thanks there's an element of all of us where we say wait a minute Stop right there. This isn't the Christianity I signed up for. You see, when I became a Christian, I got told that life will be full of joy. And at the moment, it's pretty hard going. You see, sometimes life is hard going, isn't it? But the Bible tells us in several places, even there, to give thanks 
to God. I'm thankful to God for so many life stories I have heard recently. I am really thankful to God that Don is back in church this morning. Don, it's lovely to see you. God bless you. I am grateful to God for the lives that have been touched and the people who have gone on in their faith. I am grateful to God for so much. But the human side of me also thinks when those life bumps happen, it's so much harder to be grateful to God then, isn't it? You know, that person who just decides to kiss the back of your car with their car as you're on the way to work in the morning and the paperwork that follows. Or that positive PCR test or lateral flow test that says even though you feel well, apparently you have COVID and you now need to isolate. Those house things that go wrong, the washing machine that gets blocked, or water goes all over the floor, or worse still, comes down from the flat above you. That medical diagnosis that's not good and you're struggling with. The bills that are more than you have money to pay. And those things that are going on time and time again. And we're still called to give thanks. That relationship that's not going very well at the moment, our marriage that is maybe struggling, and we're called to give thanks. It's hard going, isn't it? It is really hard. And you know, there's some commandments in the Bible I find fairly easy. I've not yet in my life really felt like murdering anybody. You know, that one's fairly easy to keep them, do not murder, isn't it? In fact, do not steal is fairly easy to keep. But this one, be thankful at all times. Alongside the other New Testament, do not worry. They are the harder ones to keep, aren't they? They're the harder that things to keep as a Christian. But God says it for a purpose. Yes, we get irritated when difficulties pop up. And maybe we get really down and irritated. And the challenge is to see them as an opportunity. When things go wrong, like in the morning when you come into church and the alarm is playing up, the fire alarm is playing up, then trying to sort it out, you hit the wrong button and the fire brigade turn up. Yes, that's what happened this morning. It's hard to give thanks in those circumstances. Although somehow, miraculously, it's all sorted itself. And the alarm's all perfect again now. Thank you for your prayers. But it's hard to keep giving thanks and my ideal would be that even when life's journey is going really rough, I am the person who wants to say thank you, God, every moment. Humanly, I must say that sometimes I too get miserable and grumpy. 
And I know you're struggling to believe that, unless you work with me. But, you know, that is what happens. And God doesn't promise anywhere in Scripture that life will never have its challenges. In fact, that reading that Bren read from James chapter 1 more or less promises per difficulties and hardships. So there you go, a promise from Scripture, there will be trouble ahead. There's a song in there, isn't there? There may be trouble ahead. But God will never leave us. God will never not be there. And so we can say, thank you, God. We live, live in a fallen world and perfection will never be seen in this earth. But Paul writes these words. Our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a saviour from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enabled him to subject all things to himself will transform our lowly body, bodies to be like his glorious body. There is a promise for the future that God is going to transform us into this heavenly body. Our troubles will be behind us. That's something to be thankful for. That's something to praise God for. Even in the midst. But until then we will have troubles and things will go wrong. And each of these times of trouble are an opportunity for us to be thankful. Jesus said, and I think this is a key verse from John 16, verse 33. I have told you these things so that you, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you may have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome this world. In this world you may have trouble. But take heart, Jesus has overcome this world. And so, giving thanks, which is something we struggle with, unless somebody has done something that really blesses us. And then we get another song going round in our heads, thank you very much for all the... the, the, the. You know the song? doing the dishes and all that sort of thing and then you're meant to rush up with chocolates to say thank you very much which is a blessing in itself but when it's hard as people of God we're still called to be thankful in the Bible there were people who went through all sorts of things. Let's think about the Apostle Paul for a minute. Remember what happened to him? He was shipwrecked. That wasn't a very good thing to happen, was it? He was beaten. He was left for dead. 
He was abandoned and he was put in jail for his faith. And yet this same Paul, who all that happened to, says these words, rejoice and be glad in all signs, in everything he wrote. And rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. This was a testimony of someone who was serving God and went through all sorts of things, yet still was saying, rejoice. In the Old Testament, King David, you know, the Goliath-slaying little boy who became king and messed up and had to run and hide, still wrote psalms and words of thanksgiving and praise to his God. And then there's poor Job. Oh, Job had it hard, didn't he? Job had it really hard. If anyone had a right to be bitter and angry, it was Job. He lost everything he had. His friends ridiculed him. He was ill. And every said it, everybody was pointed at him. It's your fault you've got all these problems. And at the end of suffering, Job said he had known God. But in his trials, he had seen God. And for this, he was And so, as we look forward as a people of faith and try to travel forward with this verse in our mind of being thankful in all circumstances, I was heartened to read of a story of a church across this country where the church was asked, what do you see for 2022? What do you see coming up in 2022? And the church was going round and they were saying things like, well, hopefully the pandemic will end. Hopefully we'll be able to see friends and go on holidays. And hopefully, and somebody put their hand up and said, I will see flowers and great gardens. And I will see all sorts of wonderful bushes. And they were so sure about this. And somebody said, how can you be so sure? And they replied, because I'm planting the seeds right now. Their faith was based upon the seeds they were planting for a better future. They were not waiting for the bad to happen. They were getting ready for good. One of my favourite stories of the Old Testament is a little-known story in one kid, sorry, two kings, chapter four, and it's entitled Death in the Pot. Isn't that a great title for a story? And it's the story of Elisha, and they are there in a famine, and they make this stew out of the wild gourds, and it turns out to be, as the Bible commentators say, a great laxative. And <laughs> when you have a few hundred people around, in a drought, feeding a laxative is possibly not what you should have done. 
But what does Elisha do? He doesn't throw the bad out. He puts good in. And if you go and read that story in 2 Kings chapter 4, you see he doesn't throw the stew away. He puts flour in. And then they taste it. And it's good. And in our thankfulness, our preparation for be thankful, we are called as people of God not to throw bad out and to complain about it, but let's be people who put good in and make a difference to the world that we can be thankful that God can use us for his glory. You see, giving thanks changes our mindset. It changes our mindset. If we are giving thanks and rejoicing, even in difficulty, well, we've stopped grumbling for a start, haven't we? And we've stopped complaining. It's a challenge, but it will be a change of mindset. Paul says in Philippians, do everything without complaining and arguing so that you may be blameless and pure children of God, 2 Kings chapter 2, sorry, Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. And if we are children of God, if we are followers of God, our, our response should be rejoicing. If you've gone to the supermarket, don't we love supermarkets? And you get to the checkout and you join the queue. And you suddenly find all the other cues are moving faster than yours. Oh, we like to grumble about it, don't we? Don't get me on certain stores where they say, checkout number four is now opening. Go and put your stuff on there. And you get it there and they say, no, it's closing now. <coughs> oh. But actually... Shouldn't we be thankful that we live in a land with plenty? And that our extra five minutes of queuing is nothing to the five miles that somebody in another country has to travel just to get a bucket of water. And we cook a dinner and we've taken eyes off it and the chicken comes out as dry as a July afternoon because you've overcooked it. And we say, ah! And we get angry and cross again. Can't we be thankful for family and friends who we can eat it with? And let's just throw more gravy on and be thankful. You see, giving thanks changes our mindset. When you woke up this morning, did you give thanks to God that you woke up? Because many people didn't. What about the fact you were able to come to church this morning? Give thanks? Or were you just so upset that you still had to wear a mask that you allowed the joy to be taken from you 
of being with God's people. Or the, you got stuck in traffic on the way. You'll find yourself complaining about that. Or when you got here, things were a bit frantic and mad and you weren't able to settle and you were getting upset about that. Our mindset is changed when we learn to give thanks. And being thankful reminds us that we are blessed. You see, if we look around enough, we can be thankful, can't we? There is a, so much in this world to be thankful. When we were sharing earlier, we heard about things like vaccines and medical procedures that went well and all sorts of things that we were thankful for. Challenge for you this week. Three times a day to do something. First thing in the morning. At about midday. And as you draw to the end of your day, just stop and think to yourself, what have I got that I can be thankful to God for today? A very simple question. But I promise you, if you start to get into that routine of finding things to be thankful for, your attitude and your mental well-being will change. Yes, there will still be struggles. There will still be difficulties. But learn to be thankful. And I challenge you this week, three times a day, doesn't need to take more than a minute, but it might do, just stop and ask yourself, what can I be thankful to God for at this moment? Giving thanks changes our mindset and it reminds us of that we're blessed, but it also reminds us of our Saviour. The source of gifts for which we give thanks to God for. You see, God our provider, God our creator, God our sustainer, and all the different descriptions of God, if we get into the mindset of thanksgiving, we will be reminded that they come from God. That great harvest hymn that says, all good gifts around us are sent from heaven above. Then thank the Lord, oh thank the Lord, for all his So giving thanks reminds us of our saviour. We are not the creators of ourselves. We're not the creators of our destiny. We are created by God as all things are and God gives to us. And so, after verse for the year, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. And I want to finish by asking the question, can we truly be thankful 
for everything? Can we truly be thankful for everything? We have so many examples in the scriptures from James and the Apostle Paul, from Job, David, and we could go on with the many others where people who trust God see God move and have a reason to be thankful for. But being thankful requires a shift in our thinking, remembering how God uses even the worst situation for his glory. Many of you will be familiar with the author Corrie ten Boom and how she was imprisoned during the war and had the most horrendous place. And in her book, The Hiding Place, and if you've not read it, I really commend it to you. It's a fantastic book. The story of a person who had great faith even under persecution. And at one point, her and her beloved sister Betsy were transferred to a prisoner of war camp and they went into the worst one. And on entering the barracks at Ravensbrook, they found them overcrowded and infested with fleas. And the sisters that morning read the verse that I have just been talking about, rejoice always, give thanks. Uh, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. And Betsy wanted to give thanks to the God for every detail of their lives. But she struggled to work out how to give thanks to God for the fleas. <laughs> However, in that flea-infested they were able to have Bible studies and prayer meetings openly without the guards coming in because the guards refused to enter that hut because of the fleas. And Betsy started to thank God for the fleas. Because of the fleas, they could worship their Lord. I pray that when minor irritations arise or the plans you have made for the day or for the week ahead fall apart or something even worse, I pray that as people of God we will choose to be thankful to God and praise God. Not complain, but to thank God. I know it's not easy. And maybe this is a journey we are going to start out on. You see, our first instance, our first instinct is to complain, isn't it? And say words like, it's just not fair. I pray little by little we can be thankful for everything big and small and that we can focus on the 
provider for all good things and have gratitude to God, the source of all things. Psalm 106, verse 1 says this, Praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. Let us be a thankful people and give God the glory. Amen. And as a thankful people, we worship the King of Kings as we sing our next hymn. Crown him with many crowns, the Lamb upon died for me thy praise shall never never fail throughout eternity shall we start that praise and thanksgiving now and not fail for eternity shall we learn to be really truly thankful to our God and I challenge you three times a day, stop, even when it's gone really bad, what can you be thankful to God today for? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. As we close, we sing that blessing. The Lord. God bless.